This is Tech Unmuted, the podcast of modern collaboration, where we tell the stories of how collaboration tools enable businesses to be more efficient and connected with your hosts, George Shanestein and Santi Cuellar. Welcome to Tech Unmuted. Welcome to the latest episode of Tech Unmuted. Uh, today, we've got a great conversation. We're going to take a look at Microsoft Teams Premium, yep. uh, which is an add-on license to an E3, E5, et cetera, right? It's got a couple of really cool features. Uh, one is webinars, uh, yep. which we actually use. We've mentioned it before. This is We are using the webinar platform within Teams to record these podcasts. Uh, then there are a couple of other additional advanced features. So one is around virtual appointments. Yep. Uh, and another one is around AI powered meetings. Uh, they're all three of these are very different, right? They are. Uh, they are different. And we'll we'll see as we go through the breakdown on them. The the AI for me personally, the AI powered meetings piece we've started to use a bit in the last couple of weeks. Uh, really cool. Uh, clearly a productivity hack. Uh, the other two, not AI, right? And uh, virtual appointments you'll see is a bit about automation uh, and the webinar is webinar, right? There's just some nice added features that come with it that uh, make the platform a lot more usable. But let me kick it over to Sante for a second. You wanna give us a give us a little bit of a flavor on some of the webinar features. For sure. And it's, in, you know, we should note that the, this is not an, an all inclusive list of Teams Premium. There's actually a very long list of features included with Teams Premium, but these three just happen to be our favorite. And so yeah. we're going to we're going to talk about these three. Um but let's start off with the advanced webinar features. Uh the name should give it away that the use case for something like this would be for companies that want to hold well a webinar, right? Yeah. Um, and when we think of a webinar, we're thinking there's a registration process. There's some type of automated uh, reminder. There's certain configurations that you can do within the the meeting itself to give it the look and feel of a webinar. And that's exactly what this does. And so that's your use case. However, I will tell you that there's also a use case for internal meetings. Yep. So if you have a large internal meeting, whether it's, you know, some people call them town halls, some people call them all hands calls, this actually would work great for that because there's certain features that I'm going to cover that make that experience even better. So advanced webinar features, one of my favorite things is that it has what's called a virtual green room. So what is a virtual green room? Well, right now you are seeing George and I on stage, but there is a section that you, you don't see, but George and I can see because we're presenters. There's a section of our screen that is off to the left and it's literally off screen. That's what it's called. And it is a green room, a virtual green room. So the way this works is before we launch this live meeting, the virtual green room is where the presenters, organizers can get together and strategize. 
do sound checks, make sure things are running smoothly, agree on, on, on what the flow is going to be. Meanwhile, everyone is in a lobby area. And it's not until you move somebody to the stage and you actually start the meeting, that's when they get to see what's on stage, right? All, all along, though, we've been in a separate section of this meeting. By the way, even though George and I are right now on screen, there could very well be producers and organizers that are off stage right now. Um, and, and they could be collaborating off stage. Now, they won't be speaking because their voices will come through. That's one thing to note, that if you're using the virtual green room, the folks in the virtual green room need to keep their mics muted because it will come through, right? When, but when you start the meeting there, right? So before you start it, they can be nope. in that room, be collaborating, hears talking, anything. you know, the fo other folks that are in the waiting That's area right. haven't moved in yet, right? So you, you have that ability to to do what Sante mentioned, some sound checks and yep. and that kind of stuff. And we use it again. This is the platform we're using to record these podcasts. We do have our producer who's sitting on the side who has the ability to watch this as we do it, right. uh, send us prompts within the meeting or right. you know, speed up, slow down. Here's the checkpoint that you're at from a time standpoint, those kind of things. Uh, but visibly be off screen in this case for the for the recording. So that's uh, that's the virtual green room. Um, also, I mentioned the stage. I call it the stage. Uh, the way we see it, we meaning George and I, is, is, is just a big red box. And so basically, whatever we place in that red box is what our attendees are seeing. So we can manage that much easier. By the way, we don't have to manage it. If you have organizers and producers who are off stage, they can do that for you, right? Um, and then, of course, because this is intended to be a webinar, um, there are some built-in reminders. There's email reminders that go out, uh, you know, the day of and, and, and a couple of days. You kind of set when you want that cadence to take place. Um, but you can also manage capacity. So you can, you know, cut off the registration at a certain point and create a wait list. And and if somebody maybe drops off, you can manually add them. So you can there's all that functionality. So it's a great feature. So again, those are some advanced uh, webinar features built into Teams Premium. Now, this one I really like yeah. virtual virtual, virtual appointments. appointments. Yeah. Yes, yeah, definitely. It's it's an, it's an interesting uh, capability. We had a, we've yeah. had some internal conversations where. Uh, our digital team was going down the path of looking at uh, this capability, but not necessarily using Teams, right? Right. Uh, and it was sort of a bit of a revelation as we started to walk through it over the last couple of weeks, and they saw the power of being able to leverage the platform we're already using, right, for our internal and external collaboration. Makes perfect sense to me. And so what is it, right? Look, look uh, virtual appointments, is if you can think of an outward public facing calendar and if you're a prospect or a customer and you want to schedule time with somebody on the team you can self-service and through a self-service model you can go ahead and pick the time that works for you and book it it's like a bookings calendar which is great 
Now, combine that bookings calendar with a queue that the folks on this end can review who is up for the meeting and can go ahead and take that meeting and meet with that customer right away. Now, what's nice about virtual appointments is that Microsoft really, really thought through this. There's two options. You can schedule something for a later date, right, or a later time. Which we've seen that functionality, right? There's been calendar yep. apps out for sure five years easily, if not more sure. than that. But what I like is that now they have an on-demand meeting. They call it, it's almost like if you're walking into a doctor's office, you say, I'm a walk-in. And so that is awesome. So you basically say, well, I need to speak to somebody now. And it yep. will initiate a meeting with a person, very much a, a video conference, if you would, a live video conference. So that is what virtual appointments, you know, the business case for that obviously is a business that has either appointment setters or, you know, what I was thinking, George, remember during the pandemic, how doctors were doing, yep. um, you know, they were doing uh what do they call them? They call them uh, uh, like uh, uh, tele telemedicine or telehealth. something, right? Yep. Telehealth. That's what they were calling. So anyway, so that being said, um, uh, I see a, I see a really, really uh, good business case for that. In our case, we're trying to look at using it for a customer facing scenario where maybe somebody wants to speak to uh, somebody in sales or marketing or even support and they can and they need to speak to them now and so we're looking into that but basically that's what it is um it and gives these, custom yeah go ahead on both of these we'll take it, it we're going to do a little bit of more of a deep dive on this we will here today yeah. but on the webinar piece we will probably do a much more detailed view of this in an upcoming podcast right show you what yeah. it actually looks like show you the whole screen so you know what's going on in the background uh we're going to beta test the uh, the AI powered meetings piece externally on our website over the you know we'll see in the next couple of weeks the next month or so. Uh, once we do that, we'll we'll do a live sort of yeah. run through of that as well, and in a in a separate uh, in a separate podcast. But this third one today, which is uh, AI powered meetings, yep we we've been using it effectively for a couple of weeks. Uh, we figured out a couple little tricks on this uh, in the last couple of days. We'll highlight what those are. Uh, the, the other element to this that'll be a little more deep dive today is we are gonna show you some screens. We're gonna show you some actual meetings that uh, we ran this, this on top of. You'll right. see what the outputs are. We'll point out a couple of things that we felt uh, work pretty good, and in some cases, there's some elements that that over time will improve. But today, they're they vary a little bit from meeting mm -hmm. to meeting, whether you yeah. would consider them great or or not so great. Yeah. So AI part meetings, basically, you know, listen, we've all been double booked, sometimes triple booked, yeah. right? You look at your calendar, and there's like two meetings on the same time slot. So you have to now decide what which meeting am I going to join? Man, let me tell you, this AI power stuff is great because I can join one meeting, but I'm but I'm technically following the other one because I can go back and get a recap. So right away, I know what folks are thinking. Oh, but Teams already does that. No, 
teams yeah, is doing not, not yeah, this, yeah, yeah, not in this not, way, right? This not this way. Way more yeah. sophisticated. So so what you what you may be if if you're a Teams user, if you have a standard Teams license, what you're used to is seeing transcripts. Yeah, great. Have you ever tried reading a transcript for a meeting that took place for an hour? It's painful. <laughs> it's painful. So this is not that. This takes the actual meeting, the actual conversation that took place in that meeting and uses artificial intelligence to give you an intelligent recap. And the recap is solid. It is very, very well uh, it is thought out and it's clean. And I'm gonna show you an example of that. Not only does it give you a recap, so, so back to that scenario where you're double booked, for example, you can quickly go through a recap and say, oh, I got it. I know exactly what took yep. place in this meeting. Not only that, but it's listening. It's actively listening for things in the meeting that could be potential tasks for you. And it will write out suggested tasks based on what it heard. Uh, obviously, you decide whether or not those are legitimate tasks that you want to create, but it makes a suggestion for you, which is wonderful. Yeah. And then the third thing I like about this, um, yes, we've all seen in standard teams that you get a video recording of the meeting, but with premium, every speaker has a marker at where they spoke. And so let's say, for example, that you're in a meeting and you're like, you know what? There was something George said, I need to go find that again. Imagine having to scroll through a meeting that took an hour trying to find yeah. when George spoke, right? So you're able to go straight to George as a speaker, click on his specific markers and say, ah, here it is. And then you can play back just that one piece. So um, I think the best way to do this, George, is maybe just bring up the screen and show them. Oh, um, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So tell you what, let me just let me go ahead and share my screen. So this is a meeting we had uh, yesterday, actually, or two days ago. A couple uh, days ago. Talking about the webinar features. So we were testing some of them internally to to get a full understanding of uh what the capability was. We had a number of team members on it. Uh, you can see clearly Sante was a primary speaker in this. You can see it by the, you know, all the little blue dots that run across the screen. Right. But Sante's point, the interesting thing is if he clicks on any one of those, it will go to that timestamp on the, the video that's above it. So why don't you just give a, just click anywhere on one of the dots and, uh, the good thing as well is it doesn't start playing either, right? No, so it takes you to the marker. that point. You can mm -hmm. decide whether you want to play or not play. There's a couple of uses for this, right? Clearly, quickly go back. Uh, I know George was speaking or Sante or somebody was speaking, and I sort of know the point. This gives you a much easier way to find that point. Uh, yep. There's coaching opportunities here where you may have had somebody on a call that you thought should have led the call or participated more potentially. Uh, this gives you an opportunity to see that and then go back with that individual on the team and say, hey, I would have expected you to be a little more engaged on this one. Let's talk about ways for you to for yep. you to do that. Uh, and the then the panel on the right. So this is some of the stuff that that Sante was highlighting. It gives suggested notes. 
Uh, it, it also gives suggested tasks. So I'll jump to suggested tasks first. Uh, these, this is one of the pieces that's been a little variable. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's really good. Uh, sometimes it's not so good. Uh, we are, as we go through this and learn more, one of the things we're going to test out is deliberately at the end of the meeting, sort of restating what we think the tasks were coming out of it and see if that does a better job of uh, giving suggested tasks. I've not noticed, for instance, it giving more than two tasks uh, in a meeting, and I'm not sure if that's a limitation. Yeah, uh, I, I'm not sure either. Now that you mention it, I don't. I haven't paid attention to that. Um, but it does give me suggested tasks uh, when it thinks there's a necessary task. But there's meetings yeah. where I've had where there is no suggestion suggestion made because well, there weren't any tasks that it recognized. So it does. It's not making stuff up, right? So that's yep. it is listening. So, and the other interesting thing at the top, you might initially look at that and go, "Oh, it took some notes, right? It it encapsulated some things." This is not transcript, right? To no, that's a separate tab. Yeah, this is AI actually listening and understanding what that thread of the conversation was. And if you click click next to one of those names, the little arrow, there's then a further drill down on each of these. So that's right. Again. You're in the meeting and you want to go back and review stuff and you knew certain topics were discussed, you can go back and find them. But if you miss the meeting and it was an hour, an hour and a half long, you don't have time to re-listen to it. You can quickly go through here and scan these and look at each one of these and start to pick up on the threads. And then maybe you step back in on the meeting and, and try to navigate to that point to listen to that specific element. At the moment, that piece on the right is not synced to the to the timelines on the left, at least not in a way that I've been able to click through and see that. No, because it's a summary. What it does, it's summarizing the overall conversation and breaking it up into topics, if you would. Um, yeah. Now, I will. I do want to point out a couple things. So we're we're under AI notes right now. Here's your traditional transcript, which uh, is what most, uh, I guess standard teams users are familiar with which is just a lengthy transcript yep if if somebody did an at mention right uh specifically for you uh it'll it'll bring that to the top here so you can see what it was that they were trying to say to you um but the last one i found very interesting is the notes section so the notes section uh across teams this this is just across the board is no longer just some embedded note that lives within teams they've actually made this to be a microsoft loop component and i found that to be fascinating so anytime you're in teams whether standard or premium doesn't matter your notes section is now a live loop component that can be shared across the entire microsoft ecosystem and we did a whole a whole podcast just on Microsoft Loop. So, yeah. um, but just wanted to point that out. So there, there you go. It gives you an idea as to when we say meeting recaps and and AI generated notes, it's beyond just transcripts, right? You get you get the notes, you get the tasks, you get the markers, and it all happens uh, behind behind the scenes with AI. Now, granted, for all this to take place, whoever uh, you know, schedule the meeting needs to record it, right? So yes. once you start recording the meeting, then all this happens. 
if they don't record, then obviously none of this gets captured. And so that's but that's the thing. The know. thing we figured out yesterday is it doesn't need to be the team's premium user who records it. Correct. So any meeting that Santa and I are the the two users right now internally testing the team's premium, any meeting that we were invited to that anybody else recorded, we can go back and see this exact same information. That's right? correct. Super valuable. Uh, it shows up in your feed. It shows up as transcript available and video available. And literally all you do is click on that, the video, and then it brings you to that screen we just had up. Uh, but if you think across all three of these, right, when we saw Teams Premium coming out, a couple of these things were sort of in the, the general E3 and E5 licenses uh, prior to Premium. We saw Premium come out and we sort of questioned, is there anything for real here, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, and even going back a couple of weeks ago, we were testing some things and we weren't 100% sure, you know, was there the, the right additional value in this? Uh, but I think today, you know, you can say whether you agree or not, Santé, but I think today, like, my opinion is definitely this is this is a tremendous value, right? Maybe yes. not for every single no. user. No, yeah, not for everybody. To to a vast majority of users, this third piece, the the AI enabled meetings piece, uh, clearly for anybody in a sort of supervisory or uh, executive level position, being able to go back and get access to that information is is going to be tremendously valuable. Things like the webinar functionality, marketing teams are going to want, potentially sales teams are going to want mm -hmm. it, right? Uh, even training teams or service teams would would want that functionality. The piece in the middle that we talked about around the uh, the virtual meetings, yeah, it may be a little bit narrower in use case, right? Yeah. Uh, but across the whole thing, there's sort of something for everybody here. There is, there really is. And and uh, one thing that I, I I didn't mention is that there's also translation that takes place, right? Um, and that that became a premium feature that that they. So there there were a couple things that maybe at one point uh, were under a standard Teams license, and Microsoft decided, yep. hey. We're going to move this into the premium category and charge for it. And so, hey, they're they 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 are they're here to make money too. And so they they move some of these features into uh, under the the guise of the premium uh, uh, yep. capabilities. So, but anyway, we just wanted to show you uh, our three favorite because you know there are there's a, a pretty long list of uh, of features under the Teams premium license. In fact, we can uh, include a link. Uh, with the sh the show notes uh, that will point to Microsoft's website, and you can kind of look at the entire laundry list of features. But those were our three favorite. Uh, we hope that you enjoyed it. But George, this brings our podcast to an end, doesn't it? And so, folks, remember to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform, and you also have the option to view us on YouTube. So hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And until next time, stay connected. Visit fusionconnect.com slash tech unmuted for show notes and more episodes. Thanks for listening.